Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. An update on Wall Street NASDAQ at a record. And this update is brought to you by Sector Spider ETFs. Why buy a single stock when you can invest in the entire sector? Visit SectorSPDRS.com or call 1-866-SECTOR-ETF. Lululemon shares surging after hours, reporting second quarter adjusted EPS, 39 cents estimates there, 35 cents, shares up by about 7%. Just getting word that the chairman and CEO of Tenet Healthcare, Trevor Fetter, is stepping down. S&P up 14 to 2471, up six tenths of 1%. The Dow up 55, up three tenths of 1%. NASDAQ up 60, a gain there of 1%. NASDAQ is at a record 6428. Tenure up 330 seconds yield there, 2.12%. Gold up 1% to 1323 the ounce. West Texas Intermediate crude up 2.5% to 4709. Gasoline surged 13.5%. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. All right, got it, Charlie. Thank you so much. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on this Thursday. I'm Carol Masser, and this is Bloomberg Radio. see what kind of shots come out of uh, the nation's capital come September because deja vu. We've got the debt ceiling deadline. Investors getting ready for September with Congress back in session. Let's bring in uh, John Musso. He is executive vice uh, president and director of fixed income at Cumberland Advisors based in Vineland, New Jersey, on site at the U.S. Open. You're normally, though, in Florida, right? You're yeah, all well, over the place. Actually, we're other bigger offices in Florida and Sarasota. So. <laughs> but, uh, you make yourself... I'll be watching the open. It's great. Uh, it is good. Um, what do you make? I want to talk about the debt ceiling in a moment, but what do you make about the trade in the bond market? What is it telling us? Is it accurate? I think what it's telling us is the fact that between some shooting in the feet by the administration, by Congress just pulling this large inertia going on, is that you have effectively gridlock, even though you have Republican-dominated House and Senate. And... This is going to go on. So in, in what's effectively a gridlock, markets like gridlock. Right. It's unfettered markets. There's no threat of legislation coming through to change the status quo. So the status quo is to take things higher. So the bond markets have done okay. The stock markets have done okay. Do you expect that to continue? Probably through the end of this year, maybe even into next year. I, I don't think the dynamics change until you get closer to midterm elections. Yeah. So that would tell me that if you're going to get a chance of something happening, it's probably a tax bill through. Um, there'd certainly be pressure on Congress to do something because they don't want to go into their midterm elections with voters saying, <laughs> you, you do haven't done lately? anything for two years. So there's some pr- pressure there to get something done. But uh, When you look at the economy, what do you see? You see an economy that's doing okay. It's not doing great. but I feel from, like I've heard this song I know, for a and while. We've heard, that, we've heard that song going back for ten years, right, or eight years. Yeah. And, but the tone of it is picking up a little bit, and you, you pick up little snippets. And here's an example. The labor participation rate has started to, instead of two steps back, one step forward, it's two steps forward, one step back. It's, it's started to bottom out. Those people that were working part-time are getting back to full-time. Those people that were working at lesser jobs for a number of years are now working at better jobs. So those are the kind of concrete improvements that we're seeing, which is why I think 
you see that reflected in the stock market with an expansion of multiples. All right. So then let's talk Fed policy, right? We're just coming off of Jackson Hole. Um, what do you anticipate from the Fed for the rest of the year? Probably at least another rate hike. And the, the reason is, no matter what the economy is doing, they want to get back to normal. Just in case? Just in case. <laughs> and and let's face it, even where Fed funds are now, you're still below the rate of core inflation. And, right. and core inflation has been dropping, so it might not be too long between where Fed funds meets core inflation. But I do think they want to get it to that point. And are they justified in in moving it up? Sure, because the economy is doing the economy fine. is doing f- better, fine. Yeah, and you know this this long time frame where you were at zero or effectively zero and now slightly above zero, you're getting back to something where actually it helps the short term bond markets clear better with higher rates. Definitely helps banks, particularly community banks mm-hmm. and smaller commercial banks. What do you find interesting in the fixed income market right now? Um, that is a great question because rates have come down since the since the rise in rates after Trump. Right. We've seen rates come down. Uh, in, in the muni market, it's still interesting because you've got a lot of refinancing going on. And you are starting to see, even though if you take away refinancing, issuance is lower this year. But you're starting to see bigger projects getting done. The Tappan Zee Bridge is a wonderful example of it. Just opened up. It is kind of cool, right? Week. It's cool. The the bridge was <clears throat> should have been built a gazillion years ago. Right. The interesting part was when they started the bridge, it had a five billion dollar estimate. The actual uh, when when they went out for a bid came in slightly less than that, and the actual building of the Tappan Zee Bridge is coming in less than than that. Like, so now you have something amazing. that didn't have cost overruns, yeah. is being built on time, and it's something that's set, desperately needed. Do we see, and this was a public-private partnership, it, was it not? N- n- no, what happened was, and it's interesting, it was taxable bonds were sold, tax-exempt bonds were sold. They wanted to do private equity. It was shot down by the New York courts. That doesn't mean that other states can't use it, and I think that's an important point you bring up. Some of these large infrastructure projects will have that component to them if if they're allowed to, assuming they're taking the risk part of the trade. Is there the impetus on the part of cities and municipalities to do that, to do more of it? Because it feels like we're not going to get the infrastructure spend out of the federal government. So does it become, you know, on the state level or the city I, level? I, I think it does. And, and I think, just to harken back, I mean, this shows that it can get done, something like the, right. the Tappan Zee Bridge. And this year, hidden below all the numbers, you look at something like Port Authority bonds. They're up like about 60% in issuance over they were last year. Those are big deals. Dredging of harbors, better facilities for trade. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's an infrastructure bond if you ever had one. And I think the other point to be made is that a very low unemployment rate and inflation low, you know, does the federal government, by having a large public works spending project, risk heightening inflation a lot or right. decently right. when the economy is doing okay and it's, it's pretty clear that some of these projects can get done. So, I mean, it's almost like if you finance it, they'll, Different way they'll be there. Uh, John, got about 20 seconds. What's your favorite part of the Open or what are you looking forward to? Or the first week, all the outer courts walking around. It's great. You know, it's like last year I picked both winners. This year I'm picking Venus Williams and Marin Chilik to win. You so, are? Yeah, so. 
Fascinating. Well, that's what everybody was saying. You get great, you know, get right out to the court and uh, can watch fabulous. this first week. It's the best New York sporting event. Um, happy travels. Thank you, Carol. It's great to be home. here. Great Appreciate to have it. you as always. Thanks. John Musso, he's Executive Vice President, Director of Fixed Income at Cumberland Advisors, uh, joining us on the at uh, the U.S. Open here in Flushing, Queens. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. I'm Carol Master, and this is Bloomberg Radio.